0: your pride there's nowhere to hide what would you decide when it's on the line if this do or die would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide would you be the one
1: to fight or the one to hide you can never touch the sky you don't try to fly rocky roads but we stayed unshakable been through it all and we're still unbreakable What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to introduce my good friend Hannah, who is also a first form uh, athlete. She is an elite athlete with first form, and this is how I met Hannah. Now, what I love about Hannah's story is uh, she's a military spouse. Her husband recently um, retired on full disability. Her husband is a war hero, and she is a military spouse. She has moved with her family, and uh, she has continued to follow her passion. Now, recently... Recently, she just had a baby. And um, I have done that three times and I understand how difficult it is, especially when you have a platform and this is your job of the fear of getting your body back. How you even do that? How do you work from home and take care of a newborn? There's so many new things that you get to experience. While being a brand new mother. So, I'm gonna uh, bring Hannah on. We're gonna talk about all of the good things about being a good mom, um, surviving motherhood, about the discipline it takes to still get your training done, and um, just how she's doing life, how she is doing life and combating everything, and all of the recent changes that she has. She has gone through. Uh, she's truly, truly a light, full of energy. I highly recommend that you follow her. Uh, her content on Instagram is hilarious, and you know, like sometimes you you meet somebody and you're like, wow, that's that's a real person. Hannah is one of those people. They are they are so real. They are so real, and you know that everything that comes out of their mouth, that they are speaking the truth because they are living it. They are breathing it, and they are being the example. The the type of examples that we need as uh, as fitness influencers and in this realm. So I'm very excited to bring her on, Hannah. Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. What is up, girl? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. You thank you. Uh, had your firstborn? How old yeah. is that little snuggle bug now? man, she's three
0: months. We just put her down. I just put her down for a nap and okay. let's just hope she stays asleep this whole time.
1: Oh my goodness. Isn't that <laughs> we'll a see. sleeping baby? That is like literally the best thing as a as a mom. How is the new mom stuff going?
0: It's um, nuts. <laughs> it's like, I commend moms so much now, especially moms with two, three, four, five kids. I'm like, it, including you. And it's just I mean, it's fun. It is so much fun. but wow, does your world just get rocked?
1: but what what is so incredible about just I mean, not even talking about the female body, but just talking about like the mother intuition of knowing it's almost like there's so much like because there's not a there's not really a tech there's not a textbook out there like how to raise a kid. I mean, there's all these self-help books. but how much yeah. your motherly intuition really takes over?
0: Yeah. And I remember Freya wasn't even eight weeks old. So she's like, she's just now 13 weeks today. And, um, she was really sick. And I kept telling Nick that I'm like, I really think she has RSV. We thought it was a cold at first, whatever, whatever. We kept pushing it. Turns out it was RSV. We took her to the, we took her to the ER to get confirmed. They admitted her to the CCU under eight weeks old. And that was just terrifying, but that was definitely my motherly instinct. Kicking in like something is so much worse than a cold right now.
1: Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel as a mother for the first? This is the first time in your life, Hannah, that you are experiencing <laughs> what it's like to want to take the place of a child that you have yet to be able to actually communicate with, to be like, what is hurting? How did that make you yeah, feel? How did that make you feel like just not being able? You can only do so much, right? You can only you can only be guided by that intuition. But how what like how did that make you feel?
0: I mean, I remember calling the, I always hate to be dramatic, right? Like, I'm like, no, my kid's fine, right? Your kid's perfect. That's what we all think. Like, right. she's going to be fine. But
1: you're like, you're like, in my mind, you're like, am I blowing this out of proportion right now?
0: 100%. And so now, like looking back, it felt really good to just, just know, you just know because, but it's like, you would so much rather be the sick one in that moment, of course. And, and it's like when they're sitting there in the hospital room and you're in the critical care unit and you have nurses just staring at you 24 seven, like there's a window, right? Where the nurse sits at. It's like, is this my fault? What did I do? And you have all this guilt. The mom guilt's real. I wasn't sure if it'd be a real thing, but it, it, it is, especially in the fitness world, right?
1: Hey, Hannah, I'm going to tell you something really quick. If you get anything out of this podcast, I'm going to tell you after 15 years, the mom guilt like never goes away, so just oh. get used to it, girl. Just get used to it.
0: <laughs> no, don't tell me that because it's like it's getting worse. It's
1: getting worse. <laughs> so I I got to I got to watch you. I you and I both met out for the first time out at the first form uh, summer smash when I just got thrown in it. I remember there was this uh, super energetic bouncy girl that was really loud, pretty obnoxious, uh, but overly loud, cracking some like. <laughs> funny funny ass jokes and I remember we got out of the 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 van for the first time and and I got to meet you for the first time and it oh doesn't God. it it, it, do, it doesn't take long you have like this this energy about you Hannah this energy that people are drawn to that and that was the first thing that I that I noticed and and I got to see this energy that you took with you throughout your pregnancy. Throughout the like I I you mm. embraced, you embraced the challenges and the pressure that comes with like you're a fitness instructor. You are a leader. You are a leader amongst your peers and your community. And and you embraced, you embraced the challenges and the changing of your body. And I got Ooh. to watch that. How was that on on a social <laughs> media?
0: You know, I actually, because you're saying, thank you. By the way, that that was so sweet. I'm not going to lift my head out the door when I leave later, (laughs) but like for real, you know, when you become pregnant, it's either, you know, you're going to gain weight. You know, you're going to get nice and round like an Umba Loomba. And I knew that. And it's temporary. You are this way and your body changes because you're growing a literal human. And Yeah it was hard, but it wasn't as hard as I thought as far as physical looks, Mm -hmm. because I would say the first 15 weeks, 16 weeks, when you just look like you're, you just ate a pack of Oreos every day instead of looking pregnant, that was probably the hardest part. But then when I started showing, I'm like, shoot, I'll still rock my crop tops. I got a baby in me, you know? So I think that's part of it is As you know, you just have to embrace it because it's temporary and it's also a beautiful thing. And I knew as soon as this baby came out that I would be like right back at it. And it's crazy because even mentally, as as soon as I had Freya, my sharpness came back. Because as you all know, if you've had a baby, you get this fog while you're pregnant that is just... You can't even describe it. Pregnancy brain. Dude, it's a real (laughs) thing. It's a real
1: thing. (laughs) It really is. You get stupid. The baby takes part of your brain power, I think.
0: Oh my gosh. It is so... <laughs> it blew my mind. That was probably the hardest part, right? Because being like driven or being a business owner, doing things you need to do every day, mm-hmm. not being able to do it, literally not even making excuses, that's tough. Mm-hmm. And that was tough too. But you just have to do what you can.
1: What, what was your approach to training Like being pregnant? Did you have like... Did you just continue to do like exactly what you were doing? Did you have an approach? Were you were you worried about all the backlash that you would get on social media? Cause literally it doesn't matter literally what way you do it. If you did it, <laughs> if you did it, you're gonna get backlash. If you don't do it, you're gonna get backlash. Like you literally have to just be like, it don't even matter anymore, cause like yeah. zero fucks. Like no matter what, like people are gonna hate yeah. So what was your approach? Like what, what was your Dude. I'm sure you were nervous. I remember every time, like even if I were to get pregnant again, I would be nervous to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know like, what what am I gonna do? Like I'm gonna gain all the weight, you know? <laughs> No, like, no. I,
0: to be honest, as far as what people thought on social media with working out, I could have given a fuck because as you know, I mean, pe- people make comments on social media because they're unhappy in their own life. And I know that I'm not going to do anything stupid and training for years and years. As you know, you know what your body can handle. And so until like 25 weeks, my workouts were probably 30 weeks were pretty intense, still five days a week. And uh, really the only thing I changed was like, I kind of cut out core and like muscle ups because I do CrossFit style workouts. And, but then once like 32, 33 weeks came, dude, (laughs) I was like, okay, let's just walk today. And that was a little tough because I really wanted to work out more, but I knew being as you know, in the fitness and nutrition world and industry for so long, you know how to listen to your body as tough as it is. And I knew like, there were so many days and it got down to two, three days a week working out by the time I was like 35 weeks pregnant, but that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Still moving, still eating as good as I can. And I didn't worry about what anybody had to say because I knew what was best for me. And Mm -hmm. that's what like people need to worry about.
1: Right. Well, it goes kind of back to that intuition, right? It, it starts yeah. early on. It starts early on. And I think females, especially, we have a greater intuition. We just do about it, about ourselves.
0: And my and my doctor too, he he knew I worked out all the time. Loved it, right? But he was like, Hannah, you got to back it off. I'm like, okay, you need to tell me like what to back off, right? You just need to back <laughs> Be off. Be like, more specific, doctor. Yeah give me the details. He couldn't, obviously they can't really. Um, so I really didn't listen because I knew like what I could handle. And I'm sure if my doctor knew, he'd be like, what the hell? But look, it's fine. (laughs) She came out of the womb holding her neck up. So yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I, I was extremely active with, with mine too. Um, and it's, it's really hard because there's, there's just so much noise out there during the pregnancy. And of course, like Of course, like you, you know, you try to stay focused and then you're in your right mindset, but sometimes it can be hard um, when all of the keyboard doctors try to chime in and tell you what they think is (laughs) best. Is there any advice? Yeah. Is there any advice like now that you, you know, Frey is getting a little bit older, like looking back on your pregnancy? um, You know, maybe there's a young mom that's starting their fitness journey or that, you know, I hear this a lot that people, especially in the fit, you know, they've worked really hard to get their physique, and that now they're wanting to start a family, and they're really nervous. Right? They're going to mm-hmm. take that that turn. What is some advice that you would give, like previous Hannah, um, looking back on your pregnancy, that maybe a uh, first time mom getting pregnant or, or wanting to start a family can take with them?
0: <laughs> well, this is going to sound so stupid, but I'm sure so <laughs> no, many people you relate. It. Wilson. and Ashley, I bet you can relate to this. Um, I remember always thinking like, I'm going to be the cutest pregnant girl ever. Right. Cause you fit, you work so hard to like get this physique. And you and I talked before, like ah. I gained weight everywhere. Right. And I'm like, man, what the hell, but <laughs> you cannot control that no. by any means. And like, if you've worked to a point where you are fit and healthy and you've reached a goal that you've worked really hard for, for a year, years, however many, however, however long know that you are in a great position to become pregnant because you are going to quote unquote bounce back. I know people hate that word, but it's kind of relevant sometimes. So I don't really give a shit, but you will, as you know, come back to yourself a lot quicker because you've set those, um, that discipline you have set the responsibility of like what you need to do and those habits that you can carry throughout pregnancy within reason. Cause things do change. But then as soon as you have that baby, that stuff is going to kick right back in.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is why it's important to make this your lifestyle and don't just start, you know, because you get pregnant. Sure. I mean, that's like the perfect time to start, but obviously follow your doctor's protocol, but you guys like start your health and fitness journey now, start it now yeah. and take that with you. Uh, just throughout your life, you got to make it a lifestyle. You got to make it a lifestyle.
0: You're right. Because speaking of lifestyle, think about it. When you're pregnant, you're just going to be getting thicker and thicker and thicker. (laughs) And all that quote unquote definition is going to kind of go away. You won't be able to see it, but that's because you're gaining a little bit of fat, a little bit of weight, like you need to. So speaking of it in a lifestyle term, You're not working out really to look good while you're pregnant, right? You are literally working out for your health, Mm -hmm. for your long-term health and physique and to be able to stay physically active as well and mental health.
1: Yeah, I for, for me, especially towards the end of my pregnancy, dude. I I hated working out. I was like, I'm literally I got I got too. so big. I got so big during my pregnancy. Hannah, it was I was like the same, like my belly was huge every single time, but I just got big everywhere. And I was like, I'm so massive right now, like I can't even walk through a gym without running into a barbell, you know? <laughs> and but but what I found and was so very important is like like maybe not every day I was able to go and do like a hundred percent, but but I kept the discipline. Throughout my pregnancy, you know, I uh, yeah. I allowed myself to just obviously you have to enjoy your enjoy your pregnancy, but I knew when it was time to kick in the discipline to start getting the clean eating back. You know, whenever it got closer to towards the end of my pregnancy. Um, so yeah, how how has it how has it been popping back to to getting your body back? Three I remember, post.
0: yeah. And again, this is going to sound funny. I kind of. In a way, like half of me thought I would like look better by this point. But then the other half of me, is I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, I, I'm really proud because now coming back after having Freya, I realize like how much fat I did gain on my stomach. And that's going to take time. Do, do but you I'm realize how big do you
1: really realize how big you are you were and how t- tiny you are now? I'm just yeah. saying from an outsider's perspective. You see your body every <laughs> single day. Girl, you look so good. Oh, thanks, girl. Yeah, I, and like you got to give yourself as... time. You have to give yourself time.
0: No, you do. You do. And I, my stomach feels like weird. I still feel like stuff is moving all over the place. Granted, I also had a C section and 68 hour labor, but in in like the C section alone, right? It's it's intense. I'm mm-hmm. still tender down there, but honestly, getting back, I remember like a C section was not planned. So when I beforehand, I'm thinking, all right, this will be easy, natural birth. LOL. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking, giving natural birth, I was like, I'm going to be back to the gym in like two weeks. Nothing crazy. Just movement, just like some bicep curls, something. I can't wait to not have like a baby in my belly and jokes on me. <laughs> Afraid. It was like, nope. Yeah. Like you're having a C-section six full cool weeks. And I'm like, okay, well, I know that the, I understand how the body heals and how it needs time. So I'm not going to fuck this up and get a hernia down there or anything. Mm-hmm. So straight up six weeks off, just did a ton of walking. And I remember my first workout back, right? I was listening to everybody on social media. Be careful. It's not the same, this, that, whatever. I went to the gym from my six week checkup. Oh no. <laughs> took, took Freya. No. Oh, it was good. It was Tell it me. felt amazing. It felt amazing. I did. I did like pull ups, power cleans. I did the skier. I did a straight up <laughs> CrossFit workout and I felt so fucking good. And that was a huge confidence. Were you like a squirrel? Itself.
1: You had to like get on and like touch every piece of equipment? Like, yeah, you kind of. You, like jumping around. Like, I just, I mean, I
0: hadn't done a freaking pull up in 10 months. I could oh, not yeah. wait. And oh, yeah.
1: I so, felt so good. And you could breathe yeah. like everything, everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now I'm just a little deconditioned, but you know, that comes back.
1: Yeah, so how has it been transitioning from from being pregnant to now, like you're getting your workouts in? Like I saw you were on the treadmill the other day trying to get your workout in. Freya's like, nope, nope, nope. Mom. Yeah. How has that yeah. been?
0: <laughs> of course it makes it more difficult, but w- Ashley, you and I are so similar with mentality with this stuff. But, we could be sisters.
1: Um, we could be sisters. I know.
0: No uh-huh. So it just doesn't stop me though. Yes, it makes it more difficult, but okay, we'll have a plan B, have a plan C, like literally. And then of course, when I post that as inspiration.
1: So you you know, you're you're getting it done. you're getting the job done. you're showing, you're showing people like you're leading by example. But I want to talk about your mindset, because this is what we were talking about just a second ago. It's your mindset. Where does that mindset come from? Does it come back from you being like in your athletics early on? Because you were an athlete before you started all this. Mm -hmm. I would say, yes, it comes from
0: athletics. But honestly, I feel like just life in general, because I have had my own business since I was 19, right? Dropped out of college. And in order to succeed in that, what do you have to have discipline? Of course. And I think even since being a kid, right? I was never like the cool kid, never really fit in. So I was like, fuck everyone. I got to that point. I'm like, fuck everyone. Let me figure out myself. Right. So I think, I really think that's where that stemmed. And I kind of had no choice, but to, To grow up and take my own lead. And I really don't even know how I didn't become a shithead with how much I got picked on. Right. Like how how I didn't get into drinking drugs. I don't know. There's something deep in me that was like, that's not you. And that's okay that you don't fit into that mold. And, and like, as I got older, I realized that I was so happy that I just stuck with who I really felt that I was. And like, if I can give advice to anybody, that's what would I recommend, like, even as an adult, as you know, Ashley, like, you don't fit in with a lot of people, not saying you just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, and that's okay. You four quarters are better than a hundred pennies, and I will always stand by that.
1: Mm. What was your degree? What was your degree in? What was your degree in if you were gonna stay in school?
0: <laughs> uh, which one? See, oh, I didn't even know what I, I the- want to go to school for. I started oh, so- for. I went, I went for dental hygiene because it made like decent money and good hours, stupid. Then I changed to education, which I love helping people. I love helping kids. Imagine that right in the fitness nutrition world now. Uh But when I was in school for education, I decided to pick up personal training on the side. So I was competing in bodybuilding at the time to make like some cash pay for school as I go. And, um, I ended up, quitting dropping out of college because I made more personal training than I ever would Mm. as a teacher. And I was like, what am I doing? Mm. So dropped out and then ended up actually finishing my degree later on, uh, picking back up business stopped and then finally finished, got my degree in exercise science.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. What's the name of your business that you have?
0: It's all right. So
1: you're like, which one? No, no, I'm not going to no, laugh.
0: So what? it's called, it's just hand fitness, fitness, nutrition. Yeah. You have like name, a
1: personalized, like to, I love it. I think that's the badass. Name, no, dude,
0: listen. <laughs> okay. First year I'm 19. No idea what the hell I'm doing. I'm personal training or er, I'm nutrition coaching and personal training online before it was even cool. Literally before everybody and their mother did it. And I'm in my accountant's office at the end of the year. She's like, if you come up with a business name right now and we'll like, enroll you or whatever, you're gonna save like $14,000. I'm like hand jam fitness, yes. half my first name, half my <laughs> last name. Now it's stuck. So
1: I love whatever. it. I love it. I love it. So I, I wanted I want to talk about your military spouse. I kind of want to talk about this kind of phase in your life. And I think it's really important that people hear hear this. Um because I think this is part of what makes you who you are and how strong you are as as a mother, um, and as a wife. Uh, so you have been a military spouse since when?
0: 2016.
1: 2016. What's your husband's name? Nick. Nick. And how long have you guys, how long have you guys been married? He's a shithead. We all know this. Everybody who follows (laughs) you guys. (laughs)
0: We've been married for three and a half years. Yeah. Been together since 2016. So almost seven years been together, basically married since we've been together because we've lived together since we were together for about two months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how how many, how many deployments did you guys go through?
0: We only went through two. The second one was the hardest one. Mind you, like, you know, I can talk about this because he's out now, but he was in the special forces community, special operator. And it does, <laughs> these deployments are like 10 times worse at than conventional one not trying to compare it is all relative but like it is yeah. right they're yeah. always going to combat anyway second deployment uh that's when he got shot overseas for those who don't know um over in Iraq and then that's kind of when our life really took a hit
1: mm-hmm. so I just want to talk about how you know you could because your life changed immediately right you 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 had your business you you you're now a military spouse you know you're living in in North Carolina South Carolina
0: North Carolina, yeah. North Carolina.
1: And and everything's changing and now and now and now we have a family and we have a baby. And so how how do you keep yourself together? Because Hannah, I feel like I see all the things, all the changes that you have gone through in the past like a short, short amount of time. And I know for a lot of people, the last three years of their life has been turned completely upside down. You know, Mm -hmm. they've lost jobs, people have moved, friends have been lost, families have been separated. Mm -hmm. How do you have the mental fortitude to get through it? All the changes (laughs) and the pressures of motherhood and running business and supporting your husband. (laughs) Oh, and putting up with you. But how do you, like, you know, because you and I are in the same line of work. Yeah. Like we do a yeah. lot of the same things. And I know that you feel you know. a lot of the same pressures. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, I know that there's days that you're probably like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore.
0: Yesterday, I lost my shit.
1: Because... I literally,
0: I, I lost my shit. I came home. There was like 10 logs chewed up by the fireplace from the dogs, embedded in the rug, binkies, tore up, Nick's out of town, taking care of himself, Freya's crying, lost my shit. 10 minutes before that, we were Gucci. <laughs> but hey, as you know, like it's okay to lose your shit, but I feel like you, I, this world is becoming so weak. Huh. <laughs> like yeah. it really, it so is. And I know everything is relative, but I believe to a point because I'll be in a coffee shop and I hear these people talking about issues and I'm like, really? I really wish those were my issues because you have it great. You really have it so good. And I believe that in order to become truly strong, you kind of have to go through it because how are you supposed to learn how great life actually is? How great America actually is, how great it is to have a newborn, even though it is so much fucking work. It is Uh so fun. I there's people I talk to, like I just pulled Freya from our daycare um, starting around a new one. So for a whole this whole month, she's home, and it's hard. Uh-huh. And people are like, Wow, that's, you know, that's a lot of it's a lot of one on one time. And I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, it's amazing, it's a lot, but people don't, people do not appreciate the little things enough. That's the issue. And then when something bad happens, they think like the world's out to get them. And I think that's what people need to change is the world's not out to fucking get you. Like life is gonna happen. things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have to, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. Are you going to play victim? Mm-hmm. Because I can't even stand those type of people, which is why I have three friends. Or are you going to say, okay, well, well it's time to just get through this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's literally all you can do. And then when you get through it, you're like, wow, okay, I, I am strong as shit. And I remember like looking back last two and a half years with Nick getting shot and everything, to, like eight surgeries, driving back and forth to Walter Reed with the two dogs. Literally carrying him because he can't walk. Going septic, he almost dies one after one of his surgeries, and like I look back and I remember through it, I'm like, this isn't, yeah, this sucks, but like whatever. But I look back, I'm like, holy fuck, that is some crazy shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think like sometimes we we get so locked in to 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 this way of of like how things like have to go. I always like to say and think like, if, if I'm going to fail, I just, I want to fail fast. Like if we're going to try something and it's not going to work, like let's just, let's, and then let's just pivot fast, right? I think we spend so much time dwelling on yesterday when yesterday already happened, right? We spend so yes. much time even dwelling on what happened this morning, right? It's Dude. like, if, if, if our day got messed up, if, you know, like... <laughs> Whatever, how, like it's like we spend so much time just like thinking about things or like w- dwelling about things that are literally, it's gone. Instead of focusing, yeah. like right now, like okay, how are we going to pivot? You know, like okay, the baby's crying, or I was up all night. You know, I can't get my workout in right now. But like how are we going to pivot? How are we going to yeah. change, dude? Totally,
0: totally, and that's the that's the thing, too, is like once one thing happens to somebody, you you they let it snowball. Mm-hmm. and then it's like, "Oh, feel bad for me. Oh, this is happening. But everybody's always going through something,
1: so I want to talk about going into the new year and and the motivation that you are putting out there right now and the inspiration that you are out there right now for honestly, not just moms. like your humor is just hilarious. There you are. Um, on your Instagram, but what like what are some programs? What do you have coming up in 2023? Where can people find you?
0: Yeah, so on Instagram, find me at Hannah Ray Jones One N. You guys, H A N A H. I mean, I'll pop right up, and same with TikTok. That's where like uh, you can find a lot of the entertainment. <laughs> but
1: are you as, are you pretty is, active on TikTok?
0: Man, I'm trying, but yeah, my newborn shoot. But yes. That's I try to be, and it's just fun, and it's kind of where I grew. I I blown up the quickest on there, just for I think entertainment purposes. But yeah, yeah, anyway, it's, it's it's good. a lot of fun. Good, <laughs> yeah. You got to keep it lighthearted too. That's really important with life. But as far as like business standpoint. Being a fitness nutrition coach since 2014, I take my job and my career very serious, right? I'm always continuing to learn to help my people. I want to help as many people as I can. And my main um, focus is one-on-one coaching and group coaching. So if anybody needs that help with my guidance, I am happy to help. If you go to my website at uh, hannahray.com, you can apply for a free new or fill out a phone application, apply for your free consult. And maybe get into one-on-one coaching. If you just need some guidance, I also have um, four challenges we run a year through the First Form app. And just make sure I'm your advisor, um, Hannah Ray. One N, guys. h a n a h So
1: type in... You have to type in her name whenever you go to sign up to get access to Hannah. You have to type in her name so you can join on just so she can coach you. Correct?
0: Yes. Yep. So download the first form app. It'll ask you who you would like to be your advisor. And Hannah Ray, right there, it'll pop right up, but also the links right in my bio if you find it um through TikTok or Instagram. So I am happy to help guys. It's hard to do this stuff alone.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. is. What what's your favorite first form supplement?
0: Man, which one? Honestly, like staple foundation optigreens, because I was in college, fell asleep at the wheel and <laughs> That I say wow. this, I and I crashed. like fell with the wheel crashed, right? The reason I even give this example is because Greens helps me so much with my digestion, gut, and energy. Like yeah. three main things. And um, it really helped take away my energy crashes because it balances out your your glycemic levels
1: oh, instead of like greens. these
0: energy highs and lows.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, dude, I actually have not put that back in my diet yet since I did my competition. Oh, I'm yes. I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm really introducing things like slowly. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, I actually you were so meant to limited. start. Yeah, I actually meant to start that. All right. So we have your challenges. Um, You have four challenges a year. If you want advisement, if you want to be coached by Hannah, then you just need to look her up on the first form app or what? where do they go yeah. to find you as the, the advisor? What's your link.
0: Yeah, go to the first form app. Guys, when you download it, you will be uh, asked who you'd like your advisor to be. Otherwise, you'll be pre assigned. Make sure you choose Hannah Ray. H A N A H R A E no spaces and one N in Hannah. Um I am so happy to help guide you, get custom macros set up, set you up with your nutrition and lead you along the way and get some workouts in and really have some fun cuz after all it is a lifestyle, okay? We're not we're not in this for quick fixes.
1: So you do you do macros, don't you? Yes, I just love it. Does this mean you're really good at math? No. Because I'm really bad at math, which is why I've never done macros before, Hannah.
0: (laughs) Ashley, there's apps to count. Are you kidding me?
1: You've never done macros? I've never done macros. That (gasps) would require me to disconnect my brain from whatever I'm thinking about, look at whatever I'm eating, and then have to count. Like, Yeah, I've never... I don't understand. I can't do the macro stuff. It would stress me out because I'd be trying to add. I'm horrible at math. I didn't make it through college either. I barely made it through high school, Hannah.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too.
1: I I, I think I I I, take
0: algebra three times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't even know if I made it to algebra. (laughs) Told you, guys, we could could, be sisters. We're basically like the same person in a lot of ways. Um, What? so your challenges that you have that are four times a year, are they different or are they the same? Are they like the same thing that people can join in and, and like what happens during these challenges?
0: Yep. So they are eight week challenges and I view them as lifestyle challenges and whether your goal is to gain weight or gain muscle, lose weight, lose fat, whatever your case, we can focus on that goal. But we have them four times a year because again, it's kind of a point of accountability. Like I yeah. have done Twenty challenges now because I view it as this is a form of accountability to do with my team, and that's mm-hmm. how a lot of my team sees it now too. We have newcomers every single time, but it is a way to keep yourself accountable. And at the end, somebody has a chance to win fifty grand. At the end, fifty thousand dollars. That's that's time. worth
1: it. That's worth it, guys. Yeah. You do that, fifty k? Yeah. I know. I would. I don't know what I would do with fifty k. I'd probably. I don't know. I really want an ice cream company someday. So I'd probably try to start an ice cream company. up. Yeah. A weird, a weird so weird, weird fact about, fun. I know. Um, Ashley, how it- you
0: are a boss. You are like a boss. You have like 10 businesses and I'm, I, I just want to know how you do it. Like, I know this call you're like, Hey Hannah, can you be on my podcast? I'm like, dude, I look at you and I'm like, fuck. I suck. Like Ashley's Russian. No,
1: no, I can't. I can't take full credit for that because I. I believe, and as you know, it really has to do with the team that you that you bring along with you and the team that you build up, and you have yeah. to continue to learn yourself. You know, you think about like where you were in 2016 whenever you started this. Like you, you learn so much along your journey, and you you learn so much just by actually doing it. Right, I think like a lot of times, even even speaking on like a like a health and a fitness journey, like we. We spend so long like thinking about like, like, I don't know, like, should we do it or like, you know, we're so afraid that we're gonna fail. and 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 I think that you know, a strong attribute to have is is to not just think so much about like the what ifs or like, you know, if it doesn't work out and just just go full in and commit to yourself. And I really hope that, you know, I think that 2022 is a lot of people just kind of getting their feet back underneath them after like a hard hit coming from, mm-hmm. you know, being isolated from everybody. And and I think that there's going to be a lot of momentum. And I think that there's going to be uh a lot of motivation going into 2023 of people really Realizing truly how important their, their health and fitness is, um, take care of themselves.
0: Totally. Well, thanks for that. I needed that too. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough.
1: I mean, it's tough girl. And like, you know, the whole, the whole like mom thing, I, I just feel like you learn to just kind of like the best advice that I can give you as like, I guess I'm like, uh, well, if I were to get pregnant, pregnant again, I would be considered an elderly pregnancy. So, you know, we'll just say I'm an elder. I'm going to call myself an elder. Oh, geriatric. A, ge- a geriatric pregnancy. Uh, yes, at the, so my geriatric advice would be <laughs> <laughs> to you after doing this three times is like, you've got to learn to just bring like you can't the more you try to separate it and and to keep like you got to you got to just kind of bring it all together and make like the baby a part of it like you can't totally. you can't you have to know like you know so i remember there were some days that i would just put auto he was my, in the bjorn and i would just do like 100 walking lunges and I yeah. or I would just you know and, and and because I couldn't get to the gym that day or for whatever reason but you know I learned like the more I could just you know kind of like you on the treadmill and the baby's like right there yeah is it a pain to get off like a million times and to fix the binky or whatever yeah mm-hmm. sure but you know it's like you just got to learn to like there there's no we put so much pressure on ourselves one to like to want to see the changes or to think that we have to be perfect again right away right because yeah. You right now Hannah are probably thinking of the Hannah that before Freya, right? Yep. You're not you're not that same woman anymore though. You're not that yep. same woman, you have changed. You have gone through things even over the last 9 months. You know now it's been a year, a little bit over a year. You've changed so much. You you're not the same person anymore. And I think that you know for for me the faster I could just let go of who that old person was and focus on who I am right now, i didn't I didn't have all that pressure that I was putting on myself to try to be that person that I was no longer. I was no longer that person.
0: true. That's great. I think it just clicked. I think right now in this moment, it literally just clicked.
1: You know? Yes, because you, you do.
0: you do have to
1: let go you you we hold on to that like who we were before and but we allow that yeah. to get us down we allow that thought to weigh on us and you got to let go of that and focus on like who you are right now and you're you're that person right now because of what y- you for you personally have gone through the last 13 months it has mm-hmm. made you exactly who you are you can't <laughs> try to be the old person
0: it's true that's so true because i until right now i didn't understand when when so many people say that like you are that's you in the past. Now you're a total new person. I didn't quite understand that until right now. It, it like, in for those listening who haven't had a kid yet or are going to what it means for me, now I can actually explain it is with you saying, let go of your old self. It's true because you know, before Freya, I'd wake up, do whatever the hell I want. Right. And have all this, all of this flexibility to set my schedule, do whatever chores I have to do for all these work calls and meetings and all that stuff and emails, you could do that. And now it's like, you have, the difference is I have to be flexible. I, most things are not going to go the way they're planned. I cannot actually sit down and do as eight hours of work Mm -hmm. in one. Most of my work, it's interrupted. And I, and like, that's one thing I'm working on is being okay with that. Mm -hmm. But with the type of mindset that I have, it's really easy to feel like a failure
1: Mm-hmm. but I almost
0: feel like that's what keeps me going mm-hmm. um but it can become unhealthy so it's like a constant intentional work and like Nick and I are very into stoicism mm-hmm. so uh we really focus on like what can you do just like you were saying earlier right now in this very moment and many people have messaged me Hannah like how guys Nine days after C-section having Freya, we're out hiking because I'm like, I got to get out. Like we're going. And I kept showing that we were hiking out, doing things, going to the store, restaurants out to eat. They're like, Hannah, how'd you do it? I'm like, well, you mean how? You just, you take the baby. You lit like you said, you literally take the baby with yeah. you and, yeah. and they don't, they don't change your life in that aspect. They just become, like you said, a part of your life. And like we need to normalize bringing babies everywhere. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yeah and I think people people are pretty understanding too now especially because a, a lot of parents and a lot of mothers are working from home. You know a mm-hmm, lot of yeah. people do have all of their at home stuff and so I think it's also too a little bit more acceptable. And girl dude I remember like in Style magazine flew out here one time to do a photo shoot and I was supposed to have the sitter like all set up for the kids or whatever. Cold, oh no. like last minute everything. And you know what I was like I was just like this I, this is just my life. I was like, the kids are here. This was probably like four years ago or three years ago. I don't know, you know. And they are a little bit younger, and expe- you know, especially Otto. He's probably like four or something. And it was like, it was like, this is just my kids. Like these are my life, and 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 they became a part of the story. You know what I mean? And so I think that See, that's cool. Again, it's like we think that things have to be perfect, or the, the we think that things have to be the way that they were before. You think your body has to be the, the way that they were before. Your body doesn't need to be the way that. It was, you can build it back even better, faster, stronger. You don't have to work the way you worked before. You can find more efficient ways to work to where you're balancing it all.
0: Yeah. Dude, man, mic drop.
1: (laughs) Boom. Oh. <laughs> this should be a parenting podcast, I guess, or a motherhood podcast. I don't know. We'll freaking bounce ideas off of each other to figure this damn thing out of being a mom and running businesses. You know what no, I'm saying? I think
0: this is. I think this is so, going to help people for real. It's so yeah. real.
1: It's yeah. It's so real. It's so real. I just. I, I felt like the more you know, I, I have memories, Hannah, of like you know, I was trying to make it as a floor trainer, and my kids at the time were like three and four, and and I would just throw them over my shoulder, and I'd have to take them. Uh, they were younger than that maybe, but I have to take them to the kids club that like wasn't even on yet to put them in there so they could sleep. You know, like I think that e- the e- Freya will just become a part of that. Is She just, mm-hmm. she she's you, she's with you. It's like there's Hannah and then there's Freya. It's like, I was a trainer. My boys were with me. I had to go here. I was a single mother. They were with me. They were part of the, they were just part of it. I didn't try mm-hmm. to think. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I took off the pressure of feeling like I had to be perfect of like, oh, my kids are like, oh, they have a babysitter. And this is perfect. And they're perfect little kids. I just let my kids like basically experience it all. And and today, because they've had so many experiences, and some of them have been difficult experiences that we've had to go through together. But because of that, that, they are strong, strong boys because of everything that I've just allowed them to be a part of.
0: I love that. That's incredible. It is really yeah. important to remind yourself of because you're right. Including myself, you do try to like wake up and be perfect, and it, it it's part of like that mindset of a, you need to get this done, this done, this done. But like,
1: yeah, it's time yeah. to
0: let go. You know, it is,
1: and, and I think as mothers, and if you're a mom and you're listening to this, it doesn't matter. You know, I've been a mother now for fifteen plus years like the the pressures of like wanting to be perfect like it it really never goes away and so we need to be forgiving to ourselves um as moms um but we also need to take care of ourselves because if we do not yeah. take care of ourselves if we do not take care of ourselves we will not be capable of taking care of our children let alone our family and so you know i say like even even if you can get only 20 minutes in a day, if you can get 45 minutes in a day, whatever that looks like, you know, maybe join one challenge this year, commit to one challenge of Hannah's that she's doing this year. Maybe you can't do all four of them, but just make one small change yep. and commit That'll to that. It'll change your
0: life. Yeah. If you commit to one thing, it, it literally becomes a positive domino effect because you you realize how good you feel. Mm-hmm. And actually being so aware of, since having Freya, as soon as I had Freya, I'm like uh, done accounting macros were, we're in it. Right. I wasn't even craving junk food. So I was so determined. And I realized how shitty like junk food makes me feel granted. Mm. I still eat it. I mean, shoot counting macros. I had pizza rolls last night because my life was falling apart. Yeah. Um. But like right. And I'm just sharing that to be real, but like for the most part, eating well, you guys, you feel so much yeah. better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And guys, listen, if, it, if you're following anybody or listening to anybody that's like, unless they're on meal prep, like getting ready for a show who is telling you that they're eating like chicken and rice every day and that they have a perfect day. It's, they're not, there's not, no, you I'm... cannot, you can't, yeah, you can't be perfect. I say, I like to say 80 20, 80% clean, 20% whatever. See, is that macros? Oh, Would yeah. that be considered macros? Hannah? <laughs> Did I just actually... count my macros? No.
0: No, you didn't, but no. that's exactly what Damn. I preach. I literally, it's on my story right now. I'm like 80% is clean.
1: 20% See, is like so, whatever I told you, you we're like connected. I knew that. I haven't even seen your story today.
0: Hey, and in case anybody wants to know, Ashley fucking loves cannolis. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Ashley My eats church. cannolis
0: in case anybody wanted I never had a cannoli.
1: <laughs> I never had a cannoli and I went to this first form party, right? Blown away, blown away by this first form party. Uh, you guys can go <laughs> summer smash, whatever. So they have this spread. Like I'm like big into charcuterie boards, guys. This was like a charcuterie board. Like, like the on char- crack. Yes. Like if you were to go to like Santa's castle uh or like some sort of fantasy land, Willy Wonka chocolate factory, this is, this, this charcuterie board would be there. Okay. They had cannolis that were dipped in glitter, edible glitter that you could eat. Like how could she not? I had, at this point in my life, I had never had a cannoli and Hannah was standing there and I forget what you asked me. You're like, you're like, Ashley, I don't remember what it was.
0: I have it on video, I because this is the first time I'm me and Ashley, and like I had followed Ashley. I've literally followed Ashley for ten years. She and this is so funny, kind of embarrassing, but like whatever. I think probably ten years ago she was the background of my phone Hell from, like yeah. one of her <laughs> one of her photo shoots, and it's cool because now people say like I'm their background, and I remember yes. thinking like I want to be someone like Ashley, and fuck, now we're doing podcasts, we're yes. going to events together. Like that's talking about mom
1: stuff together. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's and that's such a new thing. But guys, Ashley, I think ate she ate this this whole spread until she was I ate all of the
1: cannolis.
0: (laughs) So that just goes to show, like, hey, we eat the normal. Hannah called me out
1: uh, Hannah called me out hard though. I think uh, she was like, Ashley, what number of cannoli is that for you? And I was like, shh. Yeah, it was like I, I think I had glitter on me for like a week because of all the glitter from the fucking your Canole. mouth was blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't hide it. But hey, yeah. it was such a pleasure getting you on the podcast. Um, is there anything else that you like? Is, anything else that you want to, you know, leave for new moms or women getting into health and fitness and?
0: Yeah, Ashley. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's like an honor. I mean, seriously, I've looked up to you forever. So it's so cool to just be chatting with you, but I really think we hit some great stuff. And I think if you're going to go home with anything, I have to every day bring myself back to the moment because it's so easy to think about what we're, what we have to do next or dreading what we messed up an hour ago or yesterday. And that's part of the stoicism. Like if you focus on the present you're going to be at the most peace. If you focus on the future, you're going to be anxious. If you focus on the past, you're going to be depressed. The more you bring yourself back to that moment and having a kid really does that for you, Mm -hmm. um, the the happier you'll be and the more you'll realize like how great your life actually is. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Have you experienced any baby blues?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so that's what I focus on a lot, right? Because you can't help your hormones at the moment is like that moment and every... Or the present moment. Every time I bring myself back to it, I literally feel so much better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But you have to be intentional.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you know that it's baby blues though and you're not just having like a bad day yeah. or... Like how do you know? I think this is really important because <laughs> I had this for probably my middle one. Mm-hmm. And for me, for all three of my... I think we all experienced actually. I think this is like... This is a topic that like... Because a lot of women after pregnancy they don't realize that they, that they had baby blues or they went through like they, what they call the baby blues until like after you've yeah. gotten through the baby blues. And yeah. I know some women it's harder.
0: Yeah, they're like, I don't know why. Dinner time does it to me. I'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden I start sobbing like to Nick. And I, and I literally, that's how I know it's not me. That's how I know it's not just a bad day is because it's not one specific thing. It's everything. And, um, if, if you know me, which Ashley, you know me, I'm a very like happy, you know, go lucky person for the most part, because that's the way I choose to view life and being so down and in the dumps, I know that that's not who I am. And when I cry and it comes out like heavy and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm so self-aware. And when you also take care of your health and your fitness, you become really self-aware of your body and like what's going on. And that's how I know that this is just a phase Um, instead of of just thinking I need to go to the doctor and get medicine. Like, no, I'm going to do these holistic things. I'm going to focus on like meditating, breathing, exercising, eating well, and we're going to get through it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a topic that, like, a, like women don't really talk about a whole lot. I think it needs to be addressed a little bit more. And for yeah. sure, I think the first line of combat is getting outside. I mean, for you, it's difficult right now. You're in Montana, so it's cold. But to we get be getting active, yeah, I know you you adapt, right? You learn how to adapt to that. But um, you know, I, I do. I I agree with that. I think that um, I would love to have you back on, and I think that this is another topic that we can talk about. Uh, is the baby blues and, 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 you know, re reclaiming your body back after you've had, um, a baby. I think that's a really, really important topic that's not really covered a whole lot. So I have one Dude, more, totally. I, have, I have one more question for you. What is the, the legacy that you want to leave behind, Hannah?
0: Wow. Way to just stump me. I just want to, I really want to leave behind that being around a lot of positive influences yeah over the last five years truly has taught me to view life um as like literally it's precious i mean life is so fucking good and and like living in america is fucking amazing having the american dream is amazing owning a home having a kid and i think people get lost in the like social media and seeing what other people are living when you only see the good stuff and half the stuff's fake dude focus on your home life and what you want to live like i picture a homestead and family and kids and chopping wood like we do do that and i just want to leave behind that like you can literally live any life you want just don't get fucking lost in the noise Mm. and you can be happy and positive even going through any struggles that's what's going to make you view life even better anyways
1: mm, i love that i don't know if that answered it but no it did i think that i think that was that was really good hannah you. well you are uh just it's so awesome to get to know you more being a part of like the first form family uh it's been it's been really great like connecting with like a lot of uh, all, everybody there is just awesome just, just i just awesome. remember
0: you being like hannah thanks for like sitting with me on the bus thanks for just walking with me i'm like dude Absolutely, like yeah, because
1: I got th- like so th- that was the thing. Whenever I went to the Summer Smash, like nobody knew that I was coming to the Summer Smash. I think I had just joined the first form family like a week or a couple weeks prior, and they're like, "Hey, you should come out." And I was like, "Okay." And then so people were like, "Oh, what is it. she doing here?" <laughs> I, I shit myself. I'm like, "Holy shit!" My <laughs> yeah. awesome Ashley. Yeah, it so funny. So anyways, anyways, well, when's the next first form event? Like, when am I going to see you next?
0: I I don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know know know. if there's like a Christmas thing this year or not. I'm not, I'm not, I can't go if there is, but I know I went to the one last year. Didn't you you win an award last year? Yes. What did you get? Guys, athlete of the year. Wait, can you, (laughs) wait, can you regain that? Can you go back and like get that title again? So I was thinking the same thing. I feel like I'm going to work so hard.
0: I know, right? that be my goal one day, you know? Maybe not back to back, but I feel like it's possible because first form they're like, "Hey, whoever whoever deserves it, like whoever puts in the work." And so, hey, you know, yeah,
1: back to back, you never know. (laughs) I love it. All right, girl. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Um, And I'm always here if you ever have any questions or um, you know if you want to talk about anything. But we should definitely do another podcast about the Baby Blues. So. I
0: think that's really good. Actually, think that's really important too. I didn't even even think about it in that aspect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a really, really great topic. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the Reborn Podcast. Uh, Hannah was my guest today. Thank you so much for coming on. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's Reborn Podcast with my special guest, Hannah. Um, guys, please, if this was inspiring to you, if you got anything from it, share it on your social media networks. Uh, tell your friends about the show. And thank you guys again for all of the support of the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.
0: Swallow your pride. There's to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? Just do it. Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky Rose, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we're still unbreakable.